Which, uh, which seat would you prefer? Um, I, I don't mind. This one's fine. You, that one. you can hire or lower yourself with that one. Sweet. <laughs> Are we recording? The pirate, yeah. Uh, we better get professional then. I haven't read the paper. <laughs> it doesn't matter, that's for the second one if we do it. Right. You haven't read the paper, you've been here all day. I only just got in an hour ago and I've read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Look at the damage. I know. It's... Okay. Right. Here's my drink. Mould. What's mould mean? Mould? Don't know. <laughs> you did the mulling, so you should know. <laughs> Hello! 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 Welcome and to... I was going to do the welcomes. Okay, you do the welcome. Welcome to my podcast with Robert Ringham, the Robert Ringham Show. Or, <laughs> as, as some of the crazies out there are calling it. Well, if it's just you, speak <laughs> on your own. I'm sorry, in all seriousness, bloody welcome to the Ringham Godzilla's Alpha Bites podcast. I'm Robert Ringham. And I'm Daniel Godzilla. I've started off nasal already. You started off nasal. Unbelievable. I'm the one who's supposed to get nasal because I'm allergic to your cat and I always get poorly when I'm here. I think you start going nasal when you know you're being recorded. Nasal, nasal. That's a reference to the second podcast. <laughs> so that's the last one. We must never refer to our old podcast. We might as well just do a best of the first two <laughs> and get over with it. Yes. Well, the thing for the, this edition, I think, is money. M is for money. Mm. Uh, because of the current state of affairs. Yes, the financial the downturn. global, don't say credit crunch, it's a curse <laughs> word. If we were on QI, things would be ringing now. Who, who's going to uh, release a cereal? A cereal called Credit Crunch? Yeah, it's got to be Kellogg's. Kellogg's Credit Crunch. <laughs> or it could be like a sort of crunch corner, like a yoghurt. Uh, Muller Credit Crunch Corner. Mm, yeah, you'd have we're to doing that. that cheap ingredients. <laughs> Really cheap. Sawdust <laughs> and grit. Sawdust. <laughs> oh, so it's a way of beating the, the yeah. problem. You tip the little corner of sawdust into the grit. Wow. 10p in Tesco, Eat, it with, eat it with a spoon stolen from a chip shop. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a bit of an experimental podcast as well, we should probably yes. say. Yes. Because normally what we do, we come in, we talk for, well, let's not say exactly how long, but all night, basically. Uh, then Dan goes away and edits it over the course of the next six months. Yeah. And uh, tries to perfect it. But uh, we were thinking that maybe this time we should just embrace nihilism and fate and just talk for 45 minutes and then smash, bang, wallop, whack it online. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I just turned the lights off when I did that. It's a very nice studio he's got here with the clap-on, clap-off light system. It's good, that. It's only Americans or Canadians, I think, of that. Canadians, do they? Oh, the clap-on, clap-off. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've never actually seen that. You know the only time I've ever seen it? It's in films. Yes. Yeah. Only one film as well. Wayne's World? No. It's in, no, it's in one of Wayne's World movies, yeah. No, it's in Garden State. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, there's a chap, he's been adopted. Because you wonder... Why is a black man with a white family? <laughs> and you realise... Oh, because that's perfect sitcom material, isn't it? A black man with a white family? Or a sort of uh, middle-class family with Bigfoot living with them? <laughs> it's the same... I won't say it's the exact same thing, Dan. But, you know, it's the same fish-out-of-water-style comedy. What was it? Third Rock from the Sun? That yeah. was an alien. They were all what? aliens in that one. Yeah. Mm. So it was an alien family trying to learn about, you know, how, how human society works. Do you think that was a good idea to begin with? It was like, OK, a family and one of them's an alien... Yeah, well, that was Alf. <laughs> I've got an Alf. I've got an Alf towel. That doesn't surprise me. That's, that's very cool, though. <laughs> if I hold it up over above me, it's the exact same height. Ah, I think the problem with third drop from the sun and things like that. I think they've taken the fish out of water thing almost. Well, not exactly literally, because then it would literally be about a fish on land, wouldn't it? <laughs> flapping about. Flapping about. I suppose that's Splash, isn't it? The the film with uh, the mermaid. I suppose maybe that's Flat Splash. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, all, it's too literal. It's like they've gone, oh, we'll, we'll not worry about just someone who's a bit awkward with their you know social problems. We'll just go for aliens. It's a fantasy. It doesn't matter. It seems a bit lazy yeah. to me. You're a bit awkward with your social problems, aren't you? I'm really awkward with my social problems. I've got a sort of social blind spot, and I just sort of walk in, and I just insult people automatically. I just can't help it. I do apologise. You've been that. good tonight. I think I, you're intimidated. I was in. I, I was here for one minute before I brought up anti-Semitism. <laughs> there was one time down. Um, I was with uh, Steph and some of her friends. It was like I think it was New Year, maybe about five years ago, and. Um, I think it took about ten minutes till they did a cancer joke in front of this new family that I'd just met for the first time. Thankfully, it went down quite well. They loved the cancer jokes. <laughs> I, I used an excuse today um, in front of a man. I just told him, <laughs> you, you thought you were a Jew, and that's why you came up with all your things. Well, he thought it was a Jew because what? I think you were talking about Canada. 
Right. And for some reason, I thought all Jews come from Canada. No. Oh, because he thought you thought it was weird that a Jew was from Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I suppose it is a bit unusual. I said, it's okay, he's a Jew. <laughs> it's okay, he's a Jew, don't worry about it. Yeah. Which is why we won't ever do a Christmas podcast. Although, Hanukkah this and Christmas... This one kind of is Both Christmas. begin with C. It's, it's within the Advent calendar month. I suppose it is. Do you have we, could, we could do a special one. Well, I'm down for Christmas, right? Yeah. To see people. So what we could do is C. We haven't done C yet. No. And we'll call it C is for Christmas slash Hanukkah. Because Hanukkah yeah. begins with C too. Yeah. That's what we could do. Calendar stroke. Canada stroke credit crunch. Calendar. <laughs> stroke the C word. <laughs> no, I don't say it. The C word. Because you know what got me thinking today? We're a bit like Derek and Clive. No, we're not. We're not. Don't compare us to the greatness of Derek and Clive. <laughs> Except we lean forward instead of backwards on our chairs. <laughs> Is that the principal difference? I think it means we're kind of more involved. It may, generally, it means you're more interested in your subject in a date type scenario. You, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. See, if we're going to get a bit more Derek and Clive, you've got to learn how to say the C word. I can't do it. You are Dudley Moore, though, isn't there, in this relationship, I have to say. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I bully you, I'm horrible. I, can't I am remember a real the, cunt. I can't too. remember the last time I said that word. Cunt? No. I'll just say it for both of us, then. You can't. Can you do it in my voice? Can I do it in my voice? <laughs> I'm not even from... I'm not even from Birmingham. <laughs> Well how about done. this for well the, how about this for the you've rest got, of the year? You've got it lower than low again. What, what this chair? <laughs> <laughs> yes, lower than low. It's so topical, it's in the room with us. <laughs> the topical chair. Now, Daniel, how are you, my friend? Because I, the people at home don't know, I've only been in your studio five minutes. That's how pro we are tonight. Yes. Lickety split, straight in the podcastery. That's what we call this little booth, the podcastery. <laughs> How are you, my friend? What's going on? Um, How are you dealing with the, the credit crunch? I'm doing okay. You're doing okay? Yeah. Would it be right in saying you haven't even noticed this one happening? Because that's... Uh, <laughs> to be honest... That's my response. <laughs> it's, it's a strange one. Um, I think we're... Look, I'm here. We're drinking mulled wine. We're yeah. laughing. You're wearing a pirate hat. I don't think we're that affected by poverty, to be honest. No, I don't. I think you've got to be on, on the edge for it to affect you. On the, uh, you mean like on the breadline? Yeah. When you can't even afford bread. We got burgled. No, that's money related. We can talk about yeah. that. I think it's by someone who was probably affected by the credit crunch. Ah, so you think that's why they Far did it? Far too much grit. <laughs> Get some Far too much grit? Oh, you mean, oh, they had yes. too much of the credit crunch yeah, yogurt? Yeah, sentimental. Right. Nice. There's a big lawsuit going on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they um, some burglars, some scum of the earth, who should be amputated and made into like a Michelangelo oh. human. <laughs> you're saying you should remove their limbs and they should be bummed. <laughs> That's what not Michelangelo did. Well, I think in the right chapters, it's it's supposed to be the proportions of man in a circle. Yes, and he's got like six. Yes, more, yes, than, yes. more than six limbs. I know, like six I know. of each limb. I know the symbol you mean. Yeah, but you could cut. Criminals and burglars up into that kind oh, of shape. Make them look like that. And then take a picture That's... and put it, hang it in the Tate Gallery. <laughs> That's a little bit of a fucked up fantasy, if you don't mind me saying so. I'd, pay, I'd pay for it. And then the money that the Tate gets comes back into the system and reduces our taxes. And that oh, solves the whole crisis. This is exactly where this would be better as a video podcast, so they can get the full brunt of this anger. Because Danny's adorable, he's four foot, he's beautiful, he's a lovely little chap, and he's wearing a pirate hat. And he's sitting there going, I feel they should all be cut off into dog food. <laughs> I do. It's marvellous. Have you ever been burgled? Uh, not properly, not like you were. Uh, when I was a kid, like some guys broke into my dad's shed and took all our bikes. That was as far as we got. How many bikes? Uh, I think it was three bikes and my go-kart. That was the biggest oh. loss. Was it a go-kart? Yeah, a pedal go-kart. A pedal go-kart. I know, did, I you, know. Did, did you ever go down a hill and the pedals went far too fast for your feet? Oh, yeah. And they got caught up. Oh, my God. Have you lived through this as well? Yeah, it's Oh, terrible. my God. Traumatic or what? <laughs> it really <laughs> was <laughs> traumatic. Really traumatic. <laughs> Worst mitzvah present ever. <laughs> <laughs> terrible present. They are scary. Because uh, so usually they're too small to lift your feet completely off them. So that even if you take them as high as you can, they still get slapped by the ends. Ah, yes. But because of that, it kind of brought the family together a little bit because Grandad and me made a little soapbox race together, which people don't really do in Britain, do they? It's sort of an American tradition. No, no. I don't know where that came from. So uh, we made a, a little boxcar race and it was fantastic. 
Wow. It was wonderful. Yeah, how was we're steering? Because I think you can make one. Yeah, we're steering with um, like ropes. So it was sort yeah. of just a loop of rope going around so you could steal the front, steer the front axle. It was terrific. Let's make one tonight. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd love to have... If, if I had dogs as a, as a kid, I'm sure I'd have tied them to my sled. Dog? Oh, yeah. like husky style. I never style. had one, yeah. Fantastic. I did use like sledding. Sledding is good. But <laughs> it was falling off. It was when you knew that you were coming to either some kind of a bush... Or a, or a bramble, oh, the anticipatory you, fear yeah. of ending up in the bramble. Because there's no such thing, I don't think, as like a like a, a valley slope. As in, you go down it and then you go back up the other side and then slowly <laughs> slide back down. It's always you kind of like go down, 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 and then there's danger. Uh huh. That's right. That's not what happens on the Charlie Brown Christmas specials, though, is it? What's that? I don't know. Yeah, Snoopy, Brown, Snoopy Brown. Snoopy Brown. Snoopy and Charlie Brown. He wasn't. Yeah, no. Paddington Bear was my thing. Ah. I had Paddington. Cool. I feel really bad for him. I've got a couple of Paddington books. Why do you feel bad for Paddington? Well, because the the rail, the rail disaster. Was you know his name's him. not Paddington, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, presumably it's Mr. Brown. No, no, no. His it's name isn't even Paddington. It's not because he couldn't remember his name or anything like that. But his name was unpronounceable. Oh, because he's from Peru. Yeah. Ah. He I had see. a Peruvian name. Is ah. that right? Uh, and no one could pronounce it, so they called him Paddington. That's what happens to immigrants in this country, Dan. They have to integrate according to the Express Star. They get called whatever whatever course they're coming at. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? So there's all these people around called Greenock and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. What's your name, sir? Andrew. Andrew what? Andrew Eurostar. <laughs> it's a Andrew Eurostar does sound quite European, doesn't it? Well, literally, very European. <laughs> Should have been called, you know, John Europe. <laughs> so, uh, would you like to be named after any particular port? Any port? I'd be called Robert Manchester Ship Canal. <laughs> Daniel Taylor. Taylor? What's Taylor? His port is... Uh, yeah. Did it's you just make drink. that up? No, it's a drink. It's a, it's a oh, port. Oh, Taylor's it's port. port. Of course. Yeah. Goodness me, Daniel. Port and mulled wine? I know. What a We've got no you port. You know the reason I don't drink port? Too important. Well, <laughs> that was pathetic. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, it was because I don't really like cheese. Ah, well, do, if ah I, no, I, but you I, like cigars. I've seen you smoke cigars. Like, is port allowed with cigars? Port and cigars, yeah. Very traditional. I bet if you chop cigars up on a cheese board. <laughs> I'm going to do what with it? Snort it. <laughs> Just chew on it. I guess you either either way. Wait, we were talking about your burglary. Oh, yes. Now, Financially, um, did it uh, cripple you, Dan? No. Good. Because, well, ironically, I got a lot of things stolen which I couldn't prove I had. So I had to fake owning the things that I, I really did own, <laughs> which is, is rather bizarre. Uh, are you um, sure you want to be admitting this in a recorded medium? I guess I don't know I guess I shouldn't really should I it's alright don't worry Dan, Dan Godstall's not your real name anyway no. it's suited him for this purpose so what's the problem it's Andrew Eurostar Andrew it's Eurostar really don't tell them your real name Andrew Eurostar <laughs> well no I had to yeah it's, it's terrible they had to kind of almost fake the fact that I own many of these things and I've got it all back in fact what do you have to fake that you own them I don't understand is this an insurance well, scam yeah they go if, if you I don't if you've had a claim on content insurance but if you go I've had things stolen. They go, what have you had stolen? You tell them the list of things that are stolen. And then they say, um, okay, can you prove it? And you go, oh, right. <laughs> um, well, I'll try my best. You've got to find receipts and things. Yeah. Simple, yeah. Uh, how many things do you think in your house do you keep receipts for? Ah, yes. Only the expensive things. Say someone stole your bookshelf. Right, no. The exactly. whole contents of your books. Exactly. I don't have receipts for any of that. So in what, fact, some of them are kept inside the books. So the thieves will be able to <laughs> refund them at W.H. Smith. Is that your book outlet? Well, W.H. Smith, yeah. I never go there, as you well know. <laughs> as you well know. <laughs> W.H. Smith. Ugh. I think they're the next ones to go. What? Come on, they're basically the same as Woolies. They're going to go next. Uh, no, I think Woolies... Woolies are uh, a bit worse than Smith's, aren't they? They're a bit more expensive. Woolies. And I think Pick and Mix has been a rip-off from there for the last <laughs> decade almost. That's true. You'd think that would pull them through. All the money they yeah. must be making off that. There's a lot of penny sweets now. They're, they're, yeah, but because of the credit crunch, they cost 5p. <gasps> <laughs> the 5p sweets. penny sweets. Penny sweets. They could have just made them smaller. Oh, so, so they still cost a penny, but yeah. they're smaller. Yeah. That's what they were atoms. 
Oh, an atom-sized tube. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> There's empty little jars all over. Kids trying to put their hands in and grab atoms. Oh, bless them. <laughs> little scallywag kids. I wouldn't let my kids have sweets. You wouldn't let your kids have no, sweets? No, never wooden toys. <laughs> so you're a bit of a traditionalist, would you yeah. say? <laughs> sweets are for scum. Sweets are for scum, which deserve to be quartered. According to you, do you yeah. want a catamite, Dan? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Catamite. Yeah, catamite is uh, someone you've imprisoned uh, for sexual purposes, like Boy George might do. No, how's that and, come uh, from? I don't, I'm just draw, drawing assumptions. Well, I'm so thinking no, it's, it's your word of the day, calendar, isn't it? Catamite. No. How can I fit this in? It's certainly not from another podcast to do with someone else. I wasn't cheating on you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, moving on from that, how much money do you have on your person? <laughs> I'm going to count all my money. See, this is one of these things which doesn't prove your wealth. No, of course not. I don't hold any cash on me. Does that Four. mean I'm really rich or really poor? Probably really rich because the Queen. You're like mm. the Queen. I just, I, I just have I have my credit card and a couple of bank cards. Oh, I've got 16.45. Got... 16.45. Ka-ching. You have bank, I bet you have bank cards as well. I've got a debit card. Oh, I'm having terrible, terrible trouble getting a credit card. <gasps> have you got a credit card? Yes. Oh, I cannot bloody get one. It's hard, but I this is an old one, which I've had for uh, a while. Right, so you might, my problem is I've, I've got bad credit because I've only, I was given a credit card once when I first opened an account. I never used it. It expired. So that means I've got bad credit, apparently, even though I've never yeah, owed anyone any money. You have to build it back up. It's terrible. Um, so I'm having real trouble getting one. I've got, I've got one, but it's expensive. Ah. And I have to pay things off pretty quick. Ah. If this I'm... is comedy gold, isn't it? This for the podcast. <laughs> Talking about credit card deals. People Maybe I'll show you some spreadsheets. <laughs> like Martin Lewis. Like Ma- who's Martin Lewis? He's a money-saving expert. Oh, oh. You know, no, he's not the guy I'm thinking of. Uh, 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 uh... He appears on GMTV and stuff like that. Right, okay. Is he oh. a black guy in a dicky boat? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm thinking of backed up with white eyes. No, that's not. Why did you say that? <laughs> Everything we say goes on the internet, and this one is the deal. A black, guy in, things a like black guy in a dicky bow. What do you expect me to think? <laughs> Gollywog. No. Oh my god. This can't go on. What a horrible thing to say. You, are, you, are you offended by Gollywogs? A little bit. Is it because you're black? <laughs> no, I just think they're a little bit old-fashioned. That's all. I see, I, I think there's nothing wrong with old-fashioned. Are you offended by faulty towers? I'm not actually offended by anything. I'm not the sort of person who gets offended. But I can t- still tell you something is morally wrong. <laughs> I think you know, blacking up and gollywogs and things Are like that is pretty wrong. Are you offended by two girls, one cup? You mean Bukaki? What do you mean two girls, one cup? Do you mean lesbianism? No, I, I heard about a phenomenon. A phenomenon. Today. Um, which, uh, it was a Wikipedia article I randomly came across. Oh, randomly. You weren't following rude entries, were you? No, 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 no. I love a rude entry. Um, two Girls, One Cup is a viral video oh. of two ladies kissing. Two ladies. apparently it cuts to a bum. And, and uh, <laughs> feces then uh, slips into, a, into a, like an ice cream type cup. Um, and then they proceed to eat it. And then kiss each other and vomit into each other's mouths. Oh. But, you see, but it's been kind of spread on YouTube, not as that video, but as people's reactions to the So video. they shut in a cup, ate it, kissed, and then they spread it on YouTube. Yeah. It's disgusting. And then there's lots of videos of people looking at it. And there's also, it's commented, if you're on the YouTube, it's, a, it's um, Family Guy. Mm. There's an episode apparently where mm. Stewie watches it. <laughs> um, Pete Wentz from the Fallout Boy... Alright. Apparently he's mentioned it in an interview. I hate Fallout Boy. I hate them first of all for what they are, they're shit. But mm. also every time I'm on the internet looking for music by The Fall, my favourite band, all that comes up first is Fallout <laughs> Boy. It drives me fucking nuts. The thing is that the polar opposite of The Fall as well. <laughs> they really yeah. are bad. I don't, I don't think fat people with big sideburns should be allowed to be lead singers either. <laughs> or or is, people with caps. Is the guy for Fallout Boy fat with big sideburns? And wears a cap. I have nothing against fat people with big sideburns or without. <laughs> That doesn't concern me. It's the fact that their music is cocksuckingly shit. That's mm. the problem I have with Fallout Boy. <laughs> they're, they're presumably named after Fallout Boy off The Simpsons, I assume. I don't know. Which it's one's Radioactive that? Man's Little Sidekick. Right. And when Bart and Milhouse play Radioactive Man, Milhouse is usually Fallout Boy. Maybe. I don't know for sure, it but I assume be. that's where it's from. Well. I assume that is what it's from. How old were you when your dad got burgled? Um, it was... 
How old was I when... What? How old was I when my dad got burgled? Yeah. Probably five or six, something like that. Oh, that's... Can you remember it or you told it? Yeah, I can remember everything right back to the womb. They are scum, aren't they? What, wounds? What would you do? Dan hates women, it's official. (laughs) wounds aren't scum. (laughs) That's a terrible thing to say. What would you do if you you got home and you found a man (laughs) peeing, say, on all your books and ripping some off Uh, the Actually, hang on. We'll come back to that, but that you just reminded me of something I was going to ask you. Okay. Did your burglars do a wee or a poo anywhere in your house? No, but the police asked us. But really? They said, have you checked your toilets? Ah. In, case they, in, did the a, toilet? in the case they did a faeces? If I was a burglar, I wouldn't poo in the toilet. Mm. I'd poo on your bed. Well, no, apparently some of them have got the cheek to go for a poo. In the toilet? Yeah, like, like clean, you know, wipe their arse and clean their hands. <laughs> Use your soap dispenser type thing. <laughs> That's even more theft. Actually, I tell a lie. The, the, fir- the first thing that they, they said, did they eat any of your food? Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, yes, the oven was left on. <gasps> 200 deg- degrees, and they'd put a chicken in. <laughs> Were you being funny, or did they really do that? No, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> say I'm scared of police. Uh, yeah, me quite too. quite intimidating, because you, you I think... police. They kept doing it, because... Me and Steph were both there. They both ask you the same questions over and uh, over. to make sure you're not bullshitting. And I kept forgetting what my original answers were. Oh, and no. Steph was getting concerned that I was lying. <gasps> oh, oh, no. But were I you lying? Like, no, I wasn't really. But because they were in uniform and stuff. Yeah, but when someone says, what, what time did they get in? And you go, oh, about six o'clock. And then after you've had a bit of time to think, you go, oh, it might have been five to six. Uh-huh. And then when you really think about it, actually, by the time I got home, the bus is a bit late. Or quarter to six... And by then you've told three different stories. Ooh. Like Shannon... Is it Shannon Matthews? Shannon Matthews? The one, like, oh, the uh, the woman in the tabloids. The sh- is, the, is it true? The, sh- the Sharon and the Shannon? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh. I read proper newspapers. They're less concerned with child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel about Baby P? I think it's a silly name. <laughs> Fast to call <laughs> you did that. <laughs> you knew it was all going to go wrong. <laughs> Uh, no, that wasn't. I wasn't talking about. Uh, I feel a bit bad for baby, baby A, baby no, B. No, I was asking about, about baby peas, baby urine. That's what oh. I was asking you. How do you feel about baby urine? Mm. I had a good joke then. Did you? You ruined it. I was going to oh. say I felt even worse for a baby A, baby B, baby C. <laughs> <laughs> um, the less famous babies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, baby P stolen all the limelight. No, I don't like baby P. Baby feces. You don't like baby P. Baby feces changes colour, doesn't it, over the years? Over the uh, does yeah. it? I think so. It's interesting. Well, I can't remember. When I was in Canada, I was doing these tiny little black poos uh, because <laughs> I, th- I think it's to do with the diet over there. I think uh, there's so much sort of sweet food right. and um, high in dairy. So, for example, having pancakes with maple syrup for breakfast. Is, it, so- is that real? Yeah. It's, it's oh, really yeah. real. Oh, it's beautiful as well. It's fantastic. But because of all the extra sugar and gloopy, you know, syrupy foods, I do these tiny little black turds like L pellets. Did you want to know that? It's too late now. You can't unhear it. <laughs> Tiny black poos. Um, so what were you going to tell me about um, something about we um, before I went off asking about your burglar uh, baby we? Oh yeah, the police asked us about the we. Um, oh, there was something before that. Did they do it in our toilets? Um, <coughs> now you're forward tracking, we need to backtrack. <sighs> backtrack. Toilets, burglaries. Weeing. Do, no. do you think anyone can hear the background noise coming from the next studio? Mm. There's a band recording in the next studio. Yeah. I think it's an Atomic Kitten tribute band, for the sounds of it. Atomic Kitten. <laughs> Could you imagine anything worse? What do you, what, what's the best name you can think of for an Atomic Kitten? Uh, Atomic Cat? The grown up version? Cat. Old people? Gerontophilia? Nuclear Pussy. Nuclear. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful! That's terrible. That's probably the, the worst thing that I've ever said. Nuclear Pussy. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Yeah, Have you ever said Nuclear Cunt? <laughs> I don't think my, my kind of like my mouth can make the, the C word shape. Really? Clicking cl- Can you say clitoris? Yeah. Clitoris. Ah, because biological that doesn't bother you. No. But if it's offensive, you can't say the C word. Wow, well, well. This is interesting. Let's see if we can make you say it before no, the end of the podcast. Oh. 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 <laughs> see you next next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Or Thursday. Why is it never Thursday? That's true, we can see you on Thursday. <laughs> That's yeah. true, isn't it? That's weird. So, what oh. would you say? Say you got yeah. No, that was it. You get in, 
there's a burglar. He's separating your books into different piles. Right. There's one for weighing on. Because right. he, he thinks they're disgusting. Right. There's one, for, Steve, bur- there's one, for, there's one for burning because they're too what, big. What books are, is he weighing on, do you think? That was the question. That was the, the wee well, thing. That was, I was explaining. Oh, okay. And then there's, yeah, there's a, a pile for weighing on, a pile for burning because right. the burning ones are just, he wants to take them, they're too heavy, but he doesn't want anyone else to, <laughs> he doesn't want anyone else to read them. No, no one should benefit from them. And so then the books he likes, they're kind of, he can carry them in his rucksack. Or he can get someone. He can throw them out the window and get an accomplice to take them away in the lorry. Ah, he's he's got the three piles. He's done. You get home in your flat and you catch him. What do you do? I'd I'd have jolly terse words with him. For you, yeah, you knew you were bigger than him and you knew you could beat him up. He's right. a dwarf. Ah, oh. he's a small person. <laughs> oh, you were talking about small people. Yeah. Uh, it's because Americans called them small people. You, that's right. You L- little that. people. Because I thought that was offensive when I read the Wikipedia article. Yeah, it sounds a bit strange. I don't know why they'd want to be called little people, especially yeah. over dwarfs. Like, what's the difference? Little people. It do you just get called, a, bit patronizing. You get called a tall person? Oh, quite exactly. But I mean, would that offend me? Probably not. Would you get offended if you were called a little person? I, the, the, I the think most so, because creative. You're not a little. You're just, you know. I got called a time bandit once. Time bandit. Ah, oh! <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. I get called a time lord sometimes because I wear a waistcoat. <laughs> like a man from the past. <laughs> do, do you like phone bills? I love phone bills. Sometimes I stand in them, just uh, you know, looking at the slightly pornographic cards they have in there of prostitutes, thinking I, again, again. I, I think that's city living. We don't get them right Ah, uh, we have lovely ones in Glasgow. Things like uh, drink my iron brew, that sort of thing, and uh, eat my tea cake. Is that a euphemism? And uh, oh, it's a one heck of a euphemism. And. Uh, <gasps> See me in the gorbals, things like that. Uh, take me up the Renfrew Passage, things like that. Oh, yes, goodness me. Take me up the M8, mate, things like that. Well, I can tell you a bit about the word, the big the big nasty word from that. The C word? Yes. Hanukkah. Do you know where it originated from? The What, cunt? Yeah. No, no idea. There was a place called Grope Cunt Lane. <laughs> really? Yeah, where prostitutes used to hang out. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, um, and there's a few places. Uh, there's one in Shrewsbury um, called. Uh, I call it Contbury. Grow Plain. Mm. Um, I don't believe that. I think that's uh, urban legend. I do. Uh, well, you believe what you like, Mister Ringham. I think Rather. it's true. Anyway, you come in. He's defecating yeah. in each and every page of your favourite novel. <laughs> what do you do? Is it My favourite book. Football. It's a funny old game by Kevin Keegan. Why would I be pooing on that? <laughs> um, you ask me what I do. Well, what a strange thing to ask me. I thought he was going to give me well, you could do logic puzzle where you'd go. You know, which ones would you say? Okay, you can oh. shit on those. I thought that's what you were going to ask me. Don't I just what would you do? Let's leave it a bit open. I'd probably say, excuse me, would you mind leaving? You appear to be in my property against. You know, I haven't okay. given you permission to be here. I've got a better idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> you come in. I'll there's say a, this isn't Dewey Decimal. You come in. There's this a dwarf, like there's a dwarf in, in front of three piles of books with a shotgun pointing at you. <laughs> One book is covered in feces. Yep. One pile of books is covered in feces. Yep, right. In between each and every page, but they're your favourites. Right. The middle kind of column of books is covered in urine. Yep. And they're kind of your middle favourite books. Right. And then there's one fine books you just keep so you can look good or because someone gave you as a birthday present he yep. says you can keep one pile of books yep. I'm going to follow you for the rest of your life <laughs> so you can't buy any other books you can oh only, god you can only keep one pile of books this is the most complex robbery I've ever been involved in which pile are you going to keep and I'm going to kind of get rid of the others you mean the shit ones my favourite ones or yeah, the middle so shit ones and it, so you'd have to go and clean them all you'd right. have to kind of try and clean every, every page oh dear <laughs> or you could go for the urine ones all you have to pretty much do is hang them on a line dry them out they might look a bit yellowish and old yep. but most books do anyway after a while right and they might have crinkled pages or there's the kind of ones you don't even want so you might as well defecate on them yourself do you know what I'd do? What? I'd call the police that's my answer and have him arrested <sighs> I would alert the appropriate authorities that's my answer to that question and have him locked up. <laughs> it's better than my original answer. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to throw him out the window, like a dwarf thrower. 
No, I was going to have to have the books which weren't either defecated or, or weed on. <laughs> that I was, was going to rip out all the pages. Did you just then... kind of cock that scenario there on the spot, or have you been saving this one up for me <laughs> just for today? No, no, it's a new one. It's, um, it's a new one. It's well, fresh. I, I do. I it, Dan, have you ever thought about downloading your mind into a computer so that the future can benefit from some of your amazing ideas? What, what's <laughs> the chap who did Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? Who was married to Bernard Guy Madonna? Richie. Guy Ritchie. It's his latest film. Oh, right, brilliant. It's, it's called. Probably um, sounds like his best. What would you call it? What this film? Yeah, I'd call it. That's the whole from beginning to end. It's a man walks into his flat, and then the end of the film is him choosing the, oh. the pile of books. There can be flashbacks like Lost, <laughs> back and forth about the books about the midget's pile. childhood, yeah. getting bullied at yeah, school. Yeah. That sounds very avant-garde for Guy Ritchie. What would it be called? I think it sounds more like a Roman Fuck Polanski. Madonna. Who'd Fuck be called? Madonna. That's it. Fuck Madonna. I hate Madonna. That horrible whoreish bitch. Yeah. I go. I think there might be a hidden message to that. That could be in brackets yeah. after the original, the, the beginning <laughs> title. Ah, right. So it's just called the midget and the books, or <laughs> Fuck you, Madonna. You whore, you <laughs> fucking whore. I think that's what it's called. The midget and the books sounds wonderful. The midget that sounds and like the a books. Disney film. Harry Potter and the midget and the book. <laughs> that's what I'd call it. Even if Harry Potter wasn't in it, it might sell more tickets. You could. What would yeah. you call your band? My man, the midget and the dwarf. The midget and the, the midget and the dwarf. So they could have little battles about who's the coolest yeah. midget or dwarf. Axe battles. Axe. Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> this is except one, one has a, like a, a cool guitar. He can play good riffs on. The other one has an axe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, by the way, you're, if, if you're just tuning in for some bizarre reason, <laughs> you're listening to Ring of Godzilla talking about money, believe it or not. Have <laughs> oh. you got a favourite note? Uh, what? Forgetting, money, note. forgetting monetary value, don't go, £50 pound note, I know that would be best. <laughs> you, could, you could have like 25 £5 pound notes uh, or kind of... From anywhere in the world... No, world. let's say the UK to begin with and then we'll move on oh, to that. That's boring. I like the 10X, it's got Darwin on it. Okay. Because, it. you know, me and Richard Dawkins, we love Darwin. <laughs> I love Darwin. I'd love to hide in his beard. If I'd I was a dwarf. Yeah, if you were a dwarf, you probably could get in his beard. Yeah. I'm not saying you're particularly small, but his it's, beard's really big. I'd swing in it. Yeah, it's huge. Huge, huge beard. Do you reckon you ever kept a, um, a paper clip <laughs> or a cocktail stick or a brush in it? It's those three. <laughs> you see, I know the truth to what Darwin kept in his beard. Which were invented then? Hey, out of those yeah, four paper all clips. Paper clips invented. Were brushes they? definitely were. What's your other one? Cocktail stick. He wouldn't have kept a cocktail stick in his beard. He might have dropped one in there. What, what did he skewer all the little insects with and pin them on his board with? They don't use cocktail sticks even now for that. They've got special devices. What are they called? Insect mounts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, are they called insect mounts? What would Darwin keep in his beard out of those three? I think... Hang on, he's saying what he'd keep there for a function, or are you saying what he's just dropped in there accidentally mm. while he was eating? <gasps> because... What do you think he yeah, I think if it, if it was function... Would he be a vegetarian? He would keep a brush, because right. that's that's an important tool in taxidermy. That's what he'd keep in there. Right. But if it's we're talking accidents, like what's yeah. just sort of got caught up in there... Pringles. <laughs> I think out of those three, it's a cocktail stick. Yeah. You know, as you say, for mountain insects. Picking his teeth. And or, you know, enjoying a nice martini. <laughs> and the cocktail stick with an olive still attached has fallen into his beard. But I think, in all seriousness, what, what Darwin kept in his beard was the truth of cre- that creationism is wrong. The truth! He just ah! kept the, the truth. Why did I ruin it by taking it further? That's what he kept in his beard. The truth. The thing that would have solved the riddle of creationism <laughs> and that would have united Richard Dawkins with the Scientologists and they'd have all got along famously. Oh. That'd be beautiful, wouldn't it? Exhume the body! <laughs> well, do you think it would be any good if Richard Dawkins and Darwin got to meet each other or do you think it would be really dull? Do you think there'd be a quantum explosion? Because of the time go, rift. Do you think they'd sit there in silence, maybe with cigarettes and cocktail sticks? So Michael and Parkinson appears and goes, Richard Dawkins, this is your life. Because it's in the future, obviously, and Richard Dawkins is ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Parkinson is also ahead and a pair of lungs because he's got more money. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because he's Parky. It's not Parky, is it? It's Michael Aspel who does This Is Your Life. 
Yeah, yeah. Another celebrity confusion. Well, it could be on either one. Really. It could be. Parky's Parky Parky could over. interview the two of them next to each other because oh, they, right, okay. they do. That. They interview someone, don't they, on Parkinson? Yes. And then another guest. I comes believe in. that's the main crux and of the program. Yeah, isn't that terrible though? Because the first person who gets interviewed is on their own, and then Billy the, Connolly comes yeah, on every time. The, the second person who gets interviewed gets to get interrupted by the first guest. That's true. Who always crosses their legs and leans over like this. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly the bomb off from behind. <laughs> bomb off from behind. Why is Connolly always on that programme? Um, I think that's got to be the biggest scam ever. I think that's worse than Ricky Gervais always being on Jonathan Ross. Because at least those guys are friends. There's no, I don't understand why Billy Connolly is always on Parkinson. I think Billy Connolly may be the first full, truly animatronic recreation of a man. You think? The BBC bought him. And they think the only... Where they can get away with anything is putting him on Parky. Ah. Most people who watch Parkinson are slightly confused anyway. That's true, because of Parky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he's like sitting there, like some sort of exhibit at Ripley's, believe it or not, like a reanimated body. <laughs> Here's Jamie Cullum on the piano. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's like, isn't it? He's just some, like a Madame Tussaud waxwork, just being rocked from behind. Well, I actually I suspect he died a long time ago because he's proper ITV alumni. You know, the, let's face it, the only ITV alumni who isn't orange. They really do have to keep him alive. Who so is it's a it system on? of pulleys. I saw Des Lynham. No, who's the one who does... Um, he did a, uh, a chat show with... Uh, oh, God. With Mel Sykes, yes. Yeah, Des, Des, O'Connor, Des, yeah. Des O'Connor. Yeah. Des O'Connor. I thought he was dead the other day because he was on telly. And this, ad- <laughs> this advert, it looked... Remember uh, Bob Hoss, uh, Holness? Yeah. He died, didn't he? And they recreated him digitally. Bob Holness? Oh, you mean the skeleton? No, no, no. I thought no. they were doing the recreation. Is it Bob Holness who had his joke stolen? No, Bob Monkhouse. Bob Monkhouse, who's Bob Holness? Bob Holness is the Bobbusters guy again. Oh, go back to the first Bond. Bob Monkhouse, he died. Yes. And he died. Yes, and they recreated him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, using Sykes. This other chap, Melanie Sykes, and, he's, and her other fella, Des O'Connor. Des O'Connor, he was on an advert and he looked just like it. Oh. Like he, and I thought he's dead. Oh my god, he's dead. dead. But he was advertising something like insurance. Oh, and dear. I thought, how sad have they got? That's gone pretty now? bad, isn't it? Imagine that. How kind of will they start bringing back dead people to advertise not just death <laughs> itself or diseases or don't yeah. smoke? At or least Monkhouse they brought him back for you know a yeah. good cause. But you're saying that they bring back Des O'Connor yeah. to advertise insurance? Yeah, how maybe, maybe if it was life insurance, and he go. You may yeah. remember me from that stupid open-the-box quiz. And uh, I died, didn't I? You may remember in some of the newspapers that it wasn't that widely covered. And if you don't want to be like me, dead, Look why don't you get some life insurance? And he rips his, <laughs> his own chest open and puts oh, his little heart, which is it's all black because he smoked. Oh, I don't oh. think Des O'Connor smokes. He smokes with his really clean living. I've got a joke for you. Go on, then. What's brown and shiny swings through the trees and sings badly? Des O'Conquer. Uh. Dead air is evil air. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where I got that joke? What's that one? The Beano years ago. It's terrible, isn't it? Yeah, Beano yeah, jokes yeah. are the worst oh. jokes. Really I, bad. I heard some Diana jokes this morning. Diana? That's I hardly thought, topical. I, know, I thought it was really good. Was it about her current state of decay? No. Because to be honest, by now she's got to be a, you know bones at the most. <laughs> Are your jokes any more dis- any more offensive than what I just uh, said? Have I ruined them now? I topped it. Uh, uh, she she might be kept a bit better than that. Do you reckon? No, because she's on an island, so there's all the damps going to be seeping in. Oh, uh, I don't. Would you, would you would you be cremated or exhume the corpse? <laughs> <laughs> would you be cremated? Uh, yeah, I'll be cremated. Yes. I wish there was another option. Well, you could be like Freddie Mercury and get eaten by crows. Really? Yeah. No, don't kid me. What? No, because he's a Zoroastrian, and what they do, they stake them out either in the desert or on a high roof, and let uh, the the birds eat the body. Mm-hmm. So Freddie Mercury, uh, creator of "Don't Stop Me Now," that brilliant single that everyone must like, uh, died. Oh, is that the, is that the one with and the little the little kid, the kid with no uh, the boy, the boy whose skin fell off, and he died. What? what are you bringing that up for? Because his funeral. Oh, did they yeah, play that? Don't stop me now. Oh, God, that's horrible, isn't it? That poor boy had to pull up with that at his funeral. I'm having such a good time. First, he was up in heaven looking down and he went, oh, first my skin fell off and now this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, because Freddie Mercury got eaten by crows, that's how uh, AIDS got into the bird world. And uh, that's uh, basically... <laughs> <laughs>
For the lesson learned from there is don't go near crows. Don't go near crows. Or bum them. Or bum them. Don't bum the crows, Dan. I'd, I'd go for... Um, A nice magpie. Uh, One for sorrow, two for joy. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? No, as far as death goes, I'd like to be taxidermied. Ooh, what position would you be in? Don't say looking for my keys. I'd like to be playing pool. Playing pool? But then surrounded by taxidermied dogs. Oh. Also playing pool. Oh, that's beautiful. And then photographed and put on the wall. So I thought you were going to say something really tasteless, but that's, I mean, that's something your kids can really enjoy. Well, you can have them preserved with you. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm not going to be taxidermied, I'm going to be preserved in brine. Like big pilchard. Actually, would you... What's his name? Dr. Gunvarg? Yeah. Oh, he's great, isn't he? Would you submit your body to it? I don't really care, to be honest, what happens to my body after I'm dead. In fact, why don't you just give it to some necrophiles? I don't really care less. Drop me in a skip. That's what I think. That's going to happen, you know, at the end of the world when there's too many corpses to know what to do with. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to throw you in a skip, Dan. Wait, I'm gonna, and, and then I'll come and say, oh, what have you done? Go, oh, I thought it was the end of the world. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Does that upset you? The thought that you might just be disposed of in such a carefree manner? Yeah, I'd like to be... Um... This might as well be called Emmys for Morbid, this. We've already exhumed two corpses and thrown yours in a skip. Well, how much would you pay not to die? What? You mean to be immortal? No. You mean just to... Not to die. Ever? Yeah. Ooh. No, 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 not even that. A man comes up to you with a gun. Oh, what is it with you? Is it a midget? Is it a dwarf? It's a dwarf, it's a dwarf not a midget, sorry. It's a dwarf this time with a shotgun. Wait, can I tell you one dwarf joke? Okay. My mum, who's very, very worried about <laughs> what she calls political correctness, right? Right. Um, she, <laughs> she phoned me specially to say, Rob, help me, help me, Rob. Rob, help me. Well, that's what she said. Okay. Almost. Oh, I might be. Yeah, you be right. <laughs> if only it was so entertaining. Yeah. She said, "What's the correct PC word for a dwarf?" And I said, "Mum, I, I know the correct answer to this. I'm looking forward to answering that. It's a nigger." <laughs> and that really upset her because oh. she doesn't like it when I take the mick out of her and her PC worries. <laughs> she doesn't like that at all. She worries about it too much. Did the, the uh, police ever find out? Which dwarf wrecked him? <laughs> I don't think you were really listening to the story, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say about a dwarf with a shotgun? She was, she was going, stop it. <laughs> what do I call him, Rob? <laughs> and go, oh, a little person if you're in America. Oh, 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 no, but not in America. Oh, I mean, Dudley. Oh, right, well, you'll have to call him a person of diminished stature or of uh, limited growth. A, P- a PD... A PD, a PDP. A, you, like don't a, include, you don't include ofs, do you, in abbreviations? Uh, no. Unless it fits. So oh, it don't get into word. abbreviations, because that's what I don't want to be abbreviated, because they're dwarves and they find shortening things offensive. Anyway, right, <laughs> what were you telling me? What was your latest dwarf-based <laughs> fantasy that you were going to inflict upon me? There's a dwarf with a gun. <laughs> Where should I get these guns from? So they go to this gun shop and go, oh, I'd like to have a gun, please. And they go, oh, I don't know, I've had a lot of trouble with midgets. Are and, you uh, Jewish? We find that they've got a no. bit of a Napoleon complex. You're not going to go and shoot up a bunch of people with this, are you? He goes, oh, I can't guarantee anything. He goes, oh, all right, then, you little rascal. <laughs> Carry on. What were you going to say about this dwarf with a gun? <clears throat> all right, he's got a gun. Yeah. I'm saying it's an AK-47 that's why it's a kind of a war scenario right you happen to be in a war place right a war place or you've where got, the war you've, happens you've, you've got about a thousand pounds what kind of on you right why was I looting a bank because it was the war well no you just carry it yeah I mean like in cash right yeah, okay, cash, yeah. Oh, look, you shoved up your... your... <laughs> shoved up my bong, just to stop the, the, the corpse robbers. the dwarf says, stop. Stop! I'll shoot you. Do, unless you do can... it in a voice, do a midget voice. Stop. Stop. Right. I'll shoot you. And I'll go, oh, go on. If you don't give me all your money. What? And you say, all right, how much do you want? He goes, four grand. Four grand? And you say... I don't carry that kind of money around, young man. I've, I've got... No, that's the dwarf voice. You go, oh, I've got, um... I've got four 
four grand, but I've only got a grand on me, stuck up my bum. Uh, why would, hang on a minute, you, you're doing the dwarf voice for me. You've, you're both dwarfs, isn't <laughs> well, you? Well, you're, you're, you're a midget, he's a dwarf. Oh, okay, so I'm, I'm better than you. And Go he on. goes, all right, you give me a grand now. Uh, he's turning to Jason Statham type film. And he goes, you give me a grand now, the three grand you've got to, you've got to give me over the next five years, mm. plus interest of right. ten grand. That's a very reasonable uh, demand for. So do you do it, or do you think, my God, should I be in debt for the next five years, completely in debt, yeah. with a little dwarf running around with an AK forty-seven? <laughs> I can't right. kind of get away with doing anything. Right. I can't run away. He's going to be there every every day to go on. Every time I sleep with a lady or a man, yep. he's going to be there with an AK forty-seven shoved up my ass. Right. Or do you say I give it? and just get killed yeah. uh, no I'd actually really enjoy having the dwarf following me around because uh, it's actually what you just explained is actually very similar to reality how uh, in real life I have lots of money and I'm followed around by a tiny little man called Dan <laughs> that was a bit cruel wasn't it yeah. I'm sorry for the record Dan's not quite a dwarf or a midget he's just a not tiny quite. man not quite <laughs> I'm sorry uh, no I think um, out of those two options I would definitely choose to go into the dwarf debt I think he's, he deserves it for such a well thought out plan <laughs> plus the thing is as well in order to accrue the money I'm obviously going to have to go to work and I really love the idea of being in an office somewhere with this little dwarf <laughs> hanging around with me with a gun and I'm just going don't worry guys you know and like Graham from a council come up and go you know some of us have been talking in the staff room and uh, we, we've noticed I mean this might sound crazy but we've noticed that there's actually a dwarf following you around with a I think it's an AK-47 and I'll go, I think you're off your rocker, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just keep going on. It'll be great fun. I know, I mean, it's not going to be very pleasant giving all my money to this dwarf, but who knows, maybe we'll get, you know, maybe we'll become friends after a while. That happens, like in... Um... Plus, he can, when I want to leave the job and I go postal and shoot up everyone in the office, he can do it on my behalf. What does that mean? Going Cause, postal? Yeah, because there's a game called Postal, isn't there? game uh, a computer game that was kind of banned or something it was oh postal. right I don't know about that but going postal, postal means you know when disgruntled workers who are either too stressed or they've been fired from their job unreasonably they go back and shoot everybody in the office that's called going postal right. is it anything to do with the postal service yes because uh, postmen do it a lot because <laughs> no really they do really? Because, yeah because doing the mail is a very thankless task and so if you're working in a, a postal depot you, you know, your work is never ever done. You just there's no end to the workload because right, right. the mail is always coming in, and so it's very stressful. And uh, occasionally they uh, pop and uh, go mad and come, come to work and shoot everybody. Very dangerous profession. Oh, so not only do they have to put up with like dogs and snapping letter boxes, they've got that to contend with. Snapping letter boxes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you might get your hands stuck in uh, and ravaged by a Rottweiler. That sounds terrible. Dentists apparently are the uh, very high suicide rate. Yeah, amongst dentists. Why do you suppose that is? Um, it's because you've. I th- you know what I think it is. I've, I've only just thought this. Right. <clears throat> Who does a dentist have in his office? A dental nurse. Yes. Or a dental technician. It's usually a dental nurse. Dental nurse. Okay. And they're usually what kind of? How do you describe a dental nurse? Usually a very thick person. <laughs> no, come on. Ah, Help me out. Come on, let's solve this. Come on. They're in a double act, the dentist and the dental nurse. Yeah, but the and dental nurse... Like, what? Oh, did you see that brilliant Will Self documentary on the weekend? And she goes... Um, uh, uh, and you'll go, hmm, yes, that's a very interesting thought you had there. Okay. Right. I think so, it, it might get on his nerves after a while. Okay, that's part of it, I mm. think. That's, that's the profile of the dental nurse. <laughs> the psychological profile. I have a degree in psychology and that was the best I could do. <laughs> the dentist? Yeah. How old is he? How old is the dentist? Yeah. Usually, well, my dentist's very young. He's not much older than me. He's probably uh, got to forget, be your, forget your dentist. A lot of dentists are quite old. They're in their 40s. or Well, at least in their 40s, okay. 50s. What's their home life like? Ah, I don't know. Maybe they've got loads of dental nurses at home. Maybe they all live together in a big dental commune. See, I think you've ruined my, my kind of theory. <laughs> Sorry. My theory was that they, they just had, they had kind of like boring relationships because they work a lot uh, and their wives don't appreciate them and all that. And they've got this dental nurse who's thick. So 
not only does he want her because she's young and attractive, ah, but so he's caught between these yeah, two worlds yeah, of sexual deliciousness and this horrible yeah. gay, gay lover at home. But, <laughs> then, he doesn't but like. then also, even if kind of the, the the young dental nurse liked him, he doesn't like her because she's stupid. Yeah, and he gets torn. And if they ever had sex, it would be horrible, hateful sex. Yeah, It'd be terrible, wouldn't it? And all what this is going on in his head, he's looking into some dirty oh, no. scrotter's mouth. <laughs> And, and if they ever do have sex, she'll do some horrible joke at the end where she'll go, "Okay, you can just uh, rinse and spit now." Yeah. And he'll go, "I've heard that for the last time." And then he takes his belt off and hangs himself, wanking. <laughs> it's the only thing that he can do after after exploding like that. My dentist killed himself. And he dies with a sticker, one of those children's stickers on him, just to add a sort of humorous little thing to I his death. Can you remember any in detail? No, I can remember two. Really can't. I've got two for you. <gasps> Go. Right. Go. Do you remember a TV show called Fantastic Max? No. Right. He was a I space re- baby. Oh, no. He I was like Max a sort of. Lion. No, 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 not that. He was sort of a, a space adventurer baby, and he'd sort of go around in his little spaceship. And he, 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 the whole thing was, oh, hilarious, he's a baby in space, that was it, really. He wasn't very good. And uh, I remember there was a big thing about his safety pin, right? He had a safety pin on his nappy, and that was sort of his logo. Anyway, it was awful. And I had a sticker with his sort of little sidekick on it. Right. It was a robot called AB Sitter, which I think is supposed to be some sort of pun on babysitter. Right. Which doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it said on the sticker, AB Sitter fights decay, brushes his teeth every day. Where? And it sounds good, but why would a robot brush his teeth? Robots don't eat. They don't eat sweets. They don't even have teeth. They, they, you know, they put oil and recharge. That's all yeah, they do. have to clean there. Well, no, he wouldn't. He's got nothing in there. It's just a hole in his head. Just for the sake of putting a human face on him. That's the only reason he's got a mouth. Yeah, isn't the budget the little sticker and suit if it goes, hey, <laughs> AB sitter, oil, oil yourself every day. Just put a WD-40 under your arm. Oh, so he's don't bother with AB sitter because he's a robot, so it doesn't make sense. And he's a shit character anyway. Like, nobody mm. liked Fantastic Max, especially AB sitter. I don't even remember Fantastic Max. Well, it might have been before your time. We're not kind of that much age. No, difference. no, you're right. But I, I, oh god, it was a terrible show. I hated AB Sitter, even though he was the coolest one on there because he was a robot. And it just didn't make sense. Oh. The thing didn't make sense, Dan. Yes, they could have picked any character with teeth, any human. You as a 12 year old were so disappointed by programs like going, it's not as good as 2001. <laughs> it Mom, the, turn it, it off. <laughs> turn it off, Mom. It lacks the subtleties of 2001 in space, honestly. <laughs> that was exactly what I was like. How did you know? <laughs> You call this a space opera? <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the other badge sticker? I think the other one was Fantastic Max himself, which is a bit better. Right. But also, as a baby, he doesn't have any teeth either. Oh, Doesn't make any sense. Oh. I suppose he could brush his gums. <laughs> You're told to do that, aren't you? Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, brush your gums. Brush your. Oh well, as an adult, yes. But what about as a kid, as a little baby? I think it still sticks. Think when he's in a nappy. Maybe he's just a sort of. Maybe he wasn't a baby at all. Maybe it's just a, a grown man with one of those baby fetishes where he likes to poo in his nappy. Some people don't have any bowel control. Maybe he... Yeah, maybe he was just a very old dwarf. Babies look like old dwarfs. I think he did have a shotgun. Something might have, really? been, might have been a dwarf. Might have been a laser pistol. Was he stood in front of a pile of three books, one covered in feces? <laughs> I think basically it was just the, the thoughts of a man who'd been molested in childhood. And this is his way of dealing with it, to go, I remember my childhood. It was brilliant. I was in space, and there was a safety pin, and I had this robot babysitter with teeth. Definitely had teeth. I remember that very clearly. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only explanation. Once again, paedophilia has been brought into the podcast. Oh, no. How long have we been going? I don't know. How much time? You're you're the electronic guru in this one. Have a quick look at the time. Because we can't keep jab- jabbering all night. I was going to say bump- minutes. bumping gums all night, but we don't want to get into the same league <laughs> as Fantastic Max. But right, we're going to leave it there. All right. So, Sh- should we close on... Oh, hold on. Should we close on 54 minutes? So like 10 seconds, 10, 9, Oh, they're counting eight, to the end. It's just seven, gonna, nothing's going to happen at the end. It'll just disappoint five, them. Ah, oh, no. Three, ah, two, no. Don't one. turn Double me off. Don't, don't turn me off, Mom. I'm a real living podcast. <laughs> <laughs>